one of the most confusing aspects to golf is the grip. Is there one generic grip that works for everybody? Or how do you figure out the grip that works best for you? Excellent topic. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf Podcast. My name is Aaron Stewart. Grateful to have you along today. Grateful for this topic. It's one that came up a couple days ago. I had a friend in my office and we were kind of discussing a few things and we were looking at a swing and... He kind of just asked me, hey, how do I know if my grip's right? And I'm like, you know, that's, that's a great question. It's one of those things that over the course of my life, I have changed my grip to stronger and weaker and all over the place. I have gone interlocking, overlapping. I've gone baseball. I've tried them all. And a lot of that, I've tried them all just recently as I kind of got into using technology to analyze my golf swing. I got into trying to figure out, because I, I now have equipment that tells me if my swing's on plane or not, I started messing with the different golf grips to see if maybe there was one that helped me stay on plane better than any other grip. And, and there was, and I think everybody can kind of learn that for themselves. But one of the things that I found really the most interesting, and I'm, we're always about, in, in data access golf, we're about simplification. We're about using technology and instant feedback to simplify our golf swing so it can be repeatable and so we don't have to practice it a million hours a week to try to play decent golf, right? So it's about simplification. It's about finding the most efficient way for us to swing. And the most efficient means with as few number of variables as possible. Okay, so with that in mind, that's kind of how I sort of, after messing with all these different things, I kind of backed into a way to find out a grip that makes your swing much simpler. And it really goes to watching, seeing what the club is doing at the top of your backswing. So once you get in and figure out what your swing feels like, what it is on plane, then sometimes you have to make an adjustment to your grip. A lot of times we've made adjustments to our grip to sort of overcome a very poor golf swing, right? So we might make it a little strong if we happen to fade the ball a little bit. We may have weakened the grip a little bit if we come from the inside and hook it too much. And so we want the club face to be opened a little bit more. So there's definitely adjustments that we make to try to play better golf and they're brilliant. When you mess with your grip to try to keep it in the ballpark, I think it's fantastic. I think it's very smart. But now if we're going to go through all the work and we're going to fix the golf swing and get it all on plane and make it as simple as possible and make the move as efficient as possible, chances are pretty good, especially depending on how far off your golf swing was, but chances are pretty good you're going to have to make some changes to your golf grip. And the easiest way I found for this to be done, and this is what I shared with my buddy when he was in here, was take your golf swing and get it to the top. And again, this has to be when you're swinging on plane, but take your golf swing to the top and then look at the back of your wrist to make sure that it's flat, that it's in line with your forearm. That's the first step. 
right? So on the case of my, my buddy, and the case, actually it was my situation as well, I would get on plane and I would get my club up to the top and I would look up and if I flattened my wrist, all of a sudden my club at the top was shut. It was very closed. And so I had to weaken my grip a little bit. And so I would literally just sit in the mirror with my, you know, with my club up in the backswing and I would look to see if my forearm and my hand were flat. So not a Dustin Johnson move, right? Dustin Johnson's wrist at the top is very bowed, right? He's got it actually, his, his hand is actually pointing down away from him. And then you've also got sort of a cupped position where your wrist is actually bent forward and the back of your hand is now pointing towards the target line, right? Towards the ground. You don't want either of those, right? We're looking for simplification here. We're not Dustin Johnson. We don't have track band. We don't have a zillion coaches watching us. We don't practice 10 hours a day. So we need simplification in our swing. So at the top, and when I talk simplification, I'm not talking that every, I would say most good golfers go with the forearm and the flat wrist. If you look at Tiger Woods' new swing, it's dead on perfect. The front of his club face, the back of his wrist, and the back uh, of his arm, his forearm, are completely lined up. It's beautiful. Adam Scott's always been that way. So those with very classic golf swings tend to have that forearm, back of the wrist, really flat, and then the leading edge of the club lines up perfectly with that. So everything's square. And if everything's square, and we know everything's square, then that gives our body, our body license to just go at it, to just let it, release it, hit the ball, and go. So it's actually mentally... It's a much easier place to play golf from. It's less confusing. Everything's all in one place. And then you don't need a bunch of really ridiculous manipulations in the downswing to try to get the club face back to the back of the ball, right? So that's the cool part of doing it this way. Once you get your club on plane, and I know we haven't worked on that yet. It will start January 2nd. But you'll take your club, you'll take your club back to the top and make sure that the forearm and the back of your hand are flat, right? and then it's flat, then look to see where your club is. If your club face is open, right, away from the target line, then you're going to need to kind of twist the club in your hand and get it to the place and then set the club back down behind where the ball would be and see what that grip is. That's your new grip. Same thing, if you get it to the top and your club is closed, then you're gonna have to kind of move the toe back towards you and get it lined up with the back of your hand. And again, just look in a mirror or take a video and pause it, then rotate that club so you've got the leading edge matched to the back of your hand, which is flat, matched to your forearm. And you've got a nice straight line then where it's very simple to come from back down. And so that's how I found my perfect grip for me, is I backed into it that way. Once my swing was on plane, I had a very shut club face at the top after I flattened the back of my wrist to the back of my arm. My club was very, very shut. So that means that I made some adjustments for my poor golf swing plane in order for me to hit the ball better, in order for me to keep it on the planet, in order for me to try to score better. It was brilliant. I had to make those modifications to shoot decent scores. But now with my swing on plane, I didn't need those positions anymore to hit the back of the ball. In fact, they were going to hurt me with me being on plane. So when it comes to the grip, that's, that's what I suggest. Let's get your, let's get your swing on plane. And then once it's on plane, then we can make sure that all, you know, that your forearm, the back of your hand, flat wrist, and the, the leading edge of your club face are all lined up 
Now you're at a very, very simple place in the backswing. And from there, back down to the back of the ball is a very easy movement, a simple movement. It will be a much quieter golf swing. And when I say quieter, it just means there's less that has to go on from the top of your backswing to the ball, right? So it'll feel much simpler. It'll feel much cleaner. And when you take out manipulations like that in your golf swing, you pick up, golf, you pick up swing speed, right? So you'll actually hit the ball further. Your swing speed will go up because all the manipulations are taken out. It can just go right from the top to the back of the ball and you're playing. You're playing good golf. And you'll have much more control over the flight of your ball. Right now, you can hit a low shot. You can hit a high shot. You can hit a little cut. You can hit a little fade because everything's lined up in square. And now we just have to make a few modifications in the stance or the club path in order to move the ball really very efficiently. Right? But, but when we take out all of that variability, it gives us more flexibility to hit a variety of cool shots. If we're manipulating the club all the way down, then to also try to hit those cool shots becomes more difficult. So as amateur golfers, we're going to try to make it as simple as possible, clean as possible, so it can be repeatable. We can pick up some swing speed, pick up some consistency, and, and figure out what the best grip is for you when you're on plane. So it's a cool process. So that's very different. I know it's a very different way to figure out what your grip is. I know it goes against the conventional wisdom of having the V's in both hands pointing to your right shoulder. That doesn't work for me. It honestly hasn't worked for a lot of people I've worked with once we've got their swing plane figured out. It's not always that way. I think that that's a good baseline and sometimes in golf instruction because we didn't have accurate feedback and we didn't have all this technology that we just looked for baselines. We just kind of looked for things that were working for other people and we glommed onto them as fact and as good teaching methods because we just didn't know enough. We didn't have enough information. We didn't have enough feedback to figure out what was really best for us. And now we do, right? So it's a, it's a huge fix, I think, in the golf industry and a, hopefully a huge fix for you. But I can promise you this will simplify your golf swing. This will simplify the process. You'll play better golf. So as always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of Data Access Golf and joining us on this latest episode of the podcast. And remember, better data always means a better grip, a better swing, and better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.